Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. What's up, airheads? We're back on Putting on Airs. I'm Trey. Lord Corey Forster of the manor. Hello, Trey. Lord Corey Forster of House Forrester. House Forrester. It is a thing. Yes, your family probably used to, your ancestors probably used to chop trees and shit. That's you probably what, owned a bunch of trees, yes. cut them down. Probably had slaves to cut them down, maybe. I would imagine. Yeah, maybe. No, it probably goes back to like England, even. Right. And over there, they had whatever they're, surfs. Surfs. Y'all had surfs. Yeah, yeah. Cutting down trees. Or whatever. And you did the forest thing, and that's why you're forester. Yeah, I mean, I've always just assumed that. I've looked no further into it, but like that is how, like, you know, that's why there's so. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like that's why there's a plethora of smiths because blacksmith was like a huge job back yeah, then. Yeah, in English and probably in other places too, but I know in English back then the last name used to just be like that's what, what it you was. did. Yeah, Crowder actually originated as Crowther which was one who plays the krauth, and a krauth was like a medieval version of a guitar. Oh, so I was, I just I was don't, just assume banjo. But. Don't hold up. Well, you know, yeah, we could say that. Yeah. yeah the, the pre-banjo. My people was pre-banjo players, uh, and then I just I just don't hit. I don't do any of that. But, uh, well, you don't be ch- chopping down trees. You could. Furthest from hypothetically. it. Hypothetically. I mean, I've like, you know, when we've had farm parties and such, and like there had to be logs split, like I've done go, that. Yeah. But it was very much a not to prepare for the winter, to prepare right. to get hammered. Also, know? not because it was like, we need a forester. Exactly. Call court. Yeah. We've got a forest here that needs to be forested. Yeah. Matter, Somebody call a forester. A matter of fact, that ain't would, what happened. No, matter of fact, I would say it was the exact opposite. If anyone saw me cutting up a stump, they'd be like, really? Wow. Well, yeah. Why is this queer? Why is the comic? <laughs> yeah. Why is the comic queer chopping the tree down? <laughs> right, exactly. Don't we have a real man here? Yeah. That Did can... that tree say the n word? Ha! But yes, this is a show where our two uh, silly hillbilly asses talk about fancy people shit. So uh, today on this episode, we're gonna be talking about mummies. Mummies are fancy, sure they were. You'll understand later, and we're gonna have some uh, history lessons from Professor Cho. We'll talk about the great. Henry VIII, there he is right there, one of... uh, My ancestors, surely. It had to be one of history's all-time greatest shows, I think. Isn't it super funny? Because me and you have talked about Henry VIII a lot, like just in our life and also in preparation for this. Look at that guy. In preparation for this podcast, and you have... And I'm sure we're going to get into it later. Like every time you see particularly that picture, you're like, look, that's you. That must be your papa. People on Twitter... I know. Who don't even know... like. We're just now doing this. We haven't yeah. put any of this out. People don't know we're doing this. And random people on Twitter have just seen, seen pictures of Henry uh-huh. VIII and tweeted them and tagged you in them and been like, hey, something going on here. Right. So like, yeah, yeah, there's clearly something to it. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Once again, you're validated in my fucking fat. Round-headedness. Round-headedness. It's mostly the round-headedness and the, sh- the shade of... 
And also, he's regal. You're very regal say, man. We're, we're yeah. going to get into this. Very obviously. haughty. Yes. It's a very haughty stance. He you, was. You're a haughty-ass motherfucker. And we're going to get into uh, a lot of that in the Professor Cho segment, which, uh, 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 but yeah, I don't take offense to all of it. <laughs> but like, I feel like I'm going to have to really be laying out some stuff that maybe people don't think about, yeah. that, which is why I'm like, yeah, fine. Keep calling him because he also did this, 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 and this. And they're like, yeah, but also he ate his fat ass to death. Didn't right. He? And that's all we know. <laughs> right. That's no, just surface level stuff. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Very superficially is yeah. all we're saying. Yeah. Right. Anything to hit about him. <laughs> yeah. We don't associate with <laughs> no, you. No. <laughs> Only the things that don't hit about him. Look. That's where. See what is that? Him as young. Yeah, I'm see, sure. yeah, nobody and knows we'll, that. And, and again, we'll get into that. We will get into that. All right. So I wanted to real quick. I want to tell you this story. I've told you before, but I've never told you, good people. It has to do with what is and is not fancy. Because I don't know. I'm trash. Long time trash. All my well, we're life. We're from trash. fancy. Was a prostitute. That's right. Yeah, that was her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she only had one chance. Yeah, and she did not let us down. Never, never did. Never would. Mm-mm. May have been born just pouring white trash, but fancy, fancy was my name. name. Oh, God, I've always... Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. All right. I'm so, hard and sad. I don't know what fancy is. That's part of the uh, premise of this whole show is trying to discover that. This story, though, I'm a little dubious of whether this actually is fancy or not, but I got uh, told that there was an element of fancy culture that I'm going to share with y'all now. So I was at a strip club in New Orleans. The height, fancy, as fancy as it gets, on a buddy's bachelor party. And the manager at this strip club in New Orleans uh, was giving us a tour. You know, he was trying to sell us on the champagne room and shit. It was like $100. Little did he know. Yeah, right. I don't know if he saw just like... Do you have a high life, Miller high life room? Right. Do that. Yeah, if he saw some like youngish white dudes, one of them's got glasses on, and he was like, oh, these guys' dads own dealerships or whatever. He didn't know we were fucking... Trash, yeah. just trailer donkeys, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't know that, so he was trying to sell us on the whole experience. And he was taking us through the, and we were just like letting this, we should have just shut it down immediately. I always feel bad because I always do that shit too. And I know. And I know at the end, I'm like, I'm going to have to say no, but like they really practice right. this pitch. It's one of those things where it's like you kind of realize halfway through what's happening. Yeah. And sort of realize like, oh man, I should have. I should have just shut this down Actually, to begin with. Actually, the thing happened to me the other day. This guy knocked on my door, which, like, since we've been in the pandemic, is like, Whoa, what, what? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening? And I go, and it's this young guy, and he's like, hey, uh, I'm here in town, and I, I have a bug service. And I was just wondering, I go, actually, I have a guy. And he goes, oh, you do? You like him? And I go, he's actually a family friend. And he goes, you got a bug guy? This that, is a chicken mock Georgia, so these are, like, to go fishing with? They no, bring you no, bugs? No, no, no. They, you, you need a bug man? No. You need somebody to bring no, you a bucket no. of bugs? Fair, fair, fair <laughs> You're like, no, I've had the same bug guy. No, he's my daddy's bug guy. Half okay? of them are still alive. But, like, no, no, no. It was... To, <laughs> I know. Uh, Exterminator. Exterminator. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I, said, I, I said, just let me cut you off there. I said, he's actually a family friend, so, like, that's just how that's going to be. And he, yeah. go, and he, I, you have reptiles you need to feed some bugs to? Because I could bring a bucket like the milkman, but the bug man sitting down a bucket of bugs on your front doorstep every morning. But he goes, <laughs> everybody's wife's cheating on him with the bug man and yeah. shit. But he, he, <laughs> oh, my baby looks just like the bug man. Uh, <laughs> Gypsy speed yeah. he, uh But I told him that, and I was just like, "We." He's a family friend, which is like, so even if he didn't hit, like, that's just my guy. And he goes, "You know what, man? 
that, thank you for saying that. Like, not letting him go not, through the he whole goes, thing. Thank you for not wasting my time. And then, which I didn't see this before, swear to God, got on a segue and rode off, which is the least Chickamauga shit that I've ever seen. But like, yes, I always feel bad for when they're doing that whole thing to like let them keep going. But I'm glad that you did. For Do this. you not need a bug truck? If you're, and I'm talking about real bug men now. I'm not talking about, we were joking about, oh, they bring you bugs every month. I'm talking about like actual bug they do. killer men. They do. I thought you need a bug truck. He wasn't, How are you going to be a bug man on Segway? I'm not disparaging he him. He wasn't just the don't bug understand. man, though. Oh, he, he was, was the bug man's representative. He was like a 20-year-old kid who just is going door to door to get business for this bug man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like the bug man's pimp or whatever. Bug man must be doing all right. Damn, Sounds I, to me like. I, think I mean, if, like his, a, if his like equivalent of sign twirler yeah. has a Segway in well, Chickamauga, I mean, it's business summer, must be doing pretty good. It's summer in Georgia. It's a shit ton of bugs. It is. And they you need to be killed. <laughs> to death. But anyways, you did. Yes. You let this man go through his pitch Before of the champagne on. room. Yeah. So he was, it's so, this won't translate because people don't know what I'm talking about, but he was primarily talking to my buddy, Porno, mm -hmm. which already like. That's oh, his Christian name, by the way. That's his, his Christian name. Yes. Old Porno. Yeah. Uh which his daddy was named Smut Film. It's funny that uh, no, his dad's name Peanut. Actually, oh, right. I got a buddy Peanut. Yeah, uh, but Porno being the official representative of our group is particularly funny. Even if you don't know him, his name is Porno. But uh, <laughs> this guy was primarily talking to Porno, and he's taking us on this tour of the VIP section of the strip club and going through all these things, all these accoutrement and stuff, and. The last thing he said, he goes, because it was like, it looked like a library, kind of. Because, uh, you know. Yeah. Books and whores, right? Yeah, but, yeah of but, course. He, but he was like, the last thing he said was, he goes, and we got over 1,000 books. And they all in Russian. <laughs> and Porno goes, why? <laughs> and the dude said, like, it was the dumbest question he'd ever been asked his entire life. He goes, because that shit's balling. <laughs> <laughs> and the tour was over right it was like it was like that solidified for him that we were trash who couldn't afford the VIP room because he go, because we didn't because he goes because that shit's balling and he walked off he's like I ain't wasting more time with these motherfuckers because that shit's balling how long ago was this uh that would have been like uh, 2009 or 10 so 10 years yeah, ago yeah cause that's just like I guess that was like the middle time of like when Russia was a good sales pitch this was way before rednecks. this was way before like yeah people wanted to be Russian rather be um, whatever the hell they Russian say. than a Democrat yeah. or some shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah, like, but, yeah, but like, this was way before all that for shit. years it was like Cold War Cold War Cold War don't be a Red Scare Red Scare well it, and then that stopped, and then there was a brief little period there where they were like, Russian books, that's a selling point. But it's like, well, see, I mean, Russian literature is yeah. very noted. But not for to being, those people. I know, that's yeah. why, but it's like... Which is interesting can, because... So that's the thought process, I guess. It's like, I, I would have been loved to have been in the strip club board meeting when this came up, you know, or like, yeah. you know what's balling? Yeah. Tolstoy. Yeah, like, oh, shit, here. that is yeah. balling. Yeah, right. You know, because like... Russian books do hit. They know they do. And, and, and what's funny? So, what's funny that people might not know this? There's a handful of my like five of my friends who, if I ran across a bunch of Russian literature somebody gave to me and like I didn't have any room for it, that I'd be like, you know who this would hit for? And on that short list, porno, yeah, is on that. Like because that's DJ shit too, right? But it but like 
Also, maybe again, I don't know anything about what is fancy. Maybe that is balling. I think maybe hell, maybe, like maybe even like rappers are just like you know, it's like I, yeah. you know, I can't fuck with titties if it ain't Dostoyevsky about. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to make it rain to Nathaniel Hawthorne or yeah. some shit. That don't hit. Mm-hmm. That ain't balling. No, no get I'm some trying fucking, to read about Anastasia. Get again. some fucking Russian books in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I like to be surrounded by Anna Karenina. You know, do, is is do, <laughs> is it Dostoevsky? Is that Dostoevsky? He's definitely that, one of them. But that's how I say it. I believe, yeah, Dosto, Dostoevsky, yeah, Dostoevsky. We're probably both butchering it, but I believe it's but the it's same Tolstoy's thing. Tolstoy's definitely right. It's Tolstoy. It's Dostoevsky. Yeah. You know what I think of every time? I, every time I hear Tolstoy, I get. I, I'm not kidding. It's like a Pavlov's dog thing. Like every time someone brings up Tolstoy, I get hungry. Because okay, it, it remind it. I, I think they're about to say Toll House, like cookies <laughs> every time. They so say also something. hypothetically, if you're driving through New England or something or Jersey, and somebody's like, "Oh, you got to go down the toll, the toll road every time." There's if a I, toll road this way that makes you hungry. You're like, if, I thought you was gonna say it was cookies. If I hear the I word, thought this route included cookies. I swear to God, if I hear the word toll. I immediately think of Toll House because, like, growing up in Georgia, the only time I would ever hear the word toll is was preceded by house and cookies. Because we didn't have no fucking tolls that we paid for roads. Like, all our roads are like, that's all What about somebody told your ass? I know people be telling other people's asses in Chickamauga. Yeah, no, I didn't get it with that. And also, they usually had cookies, you know? Like, <laughs> they were just... But yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, Tolstoy, I'm like... Yeah, I don't know if they're still doing the Russian book things and various uh, naked woman establishments did down I ever in the tell French you that, Quarter. But did I ever tell you that? They were at one point. The, it was all the rage. Did I tell you the New Orleans strip club story that I got told the other day? No, no, okay. I can't wait. Very brief. I was uh, I, I met a, a preacher buddy of mine for lunch, and uh, I was telling him about me going to New Orleans for my buddy's wedding, my buddy Robbie. Uh and he was, and he's a super sweet preacher guy. And he goes, "Oh yeah, he goes. You know, I was in New Orleans about thirty years ago. We were doing some mission work there because that's <laughs> in America. A lot of souls need saving. <laughs> a lot world. of souls need saving." And he said, and he was a young man then. He's like, "We were walking down the road, and you know, we walked up near this establishment, and there was this gentleman that came out, and he was clearly trying to pitch us on coming into his establishment. And I knew exactly what he was saying, but he was yes, saying it right. Back. We walked up to a whorehouse, and this pimp come out. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah talking shit Start to this establishment, and the saying, proprietor, a young was, gentleman, yeah, came out. But he and, was saying it all very like preacher like. Yeah, right. And we're in the middle of a meeting three, and again, I love this dude. Like he's a sweetheart of a guy. Um, and. Uh, I said, yeah, well, have me go. So I see him, and he's, you know, sitting there proselytizing about the benefits of going in said establishment. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? Just walk on. It's okay. He goes, but there was this older preacher in front of me who was kind of like, you know, the one shepherding us around. He'd been in the game for a long time. And I see him, and he kind of, he sees him, and he's like, oh, my God. He's about to start witnessing to this guy. And I'm thinking to myself, just like, oh, my God, Pastor Dave, you can't win them all. Like, th- this guy, he's working. Like, let him go. And well, so, it's funny because the other dude is kind of witnessing to him I know, right. already. Do yes. you know what I mean? It's like yes, if he you was. Heard, if you heard the good news about yes. titties. Yes, it, it, it's exactly that. But then, so what happened afterwards was he's trying to catch up. All he knows is this old preacher sitting there going in on him, da 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 da, da And the guy's sitting there listening to him. And my pastor friend walked up right as the moment that the feller who worked for the establishment looked at him like and goes, oh, oh, all these bitches is Christian. 
Like, they got tattoos on their neck and everything. Like, <laughs> oh my god, isn't that great? Yeah, that has yeah. nothing to do with fancy stuff. But we're all we were talking about strip clubs in New Orleans. I figured I'd bring yeah. it up. No blowjobs on Sundays. No, of in course this not. establishment. No, of, of this course is, This not. is an upstanding. Cr- Where do you think they got all kicked the- out of first? Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> church. <laughs> All these bitches is Christian. All these bitches is Christian. <laughs> I should put that on the sign. I know. How? Well, okay. Quick diversion here, because I'm Bible dumb and you Bible smart. On, not well, on, not because you want to be. I've lost because you lot. were subjected to it. Yes. Well, this is a very simple question, I think. And I know it gets brought up, but again, I'm Bible dumb. Like, so whores don't hit for them. They hit but for like, Jesus. I, right. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Because like. Wasn't Mary Magdalene that? Uh, so or no? But a, Jesus like hung out with whores and stuff. Yeah, there's actually. But now it's not that, only that they that wash his feet. That, right. Yeah. So where do they stand on prostitution? And I mean, I know well, it, it's a sin or whatever, but like, do they love love the sinner, hate the sin type bullshit, or where, where are they at on on whores? You know, it's just now occurring <laughs> to me, and this is crazy. I've never really thought about it. It seems that. All the stuff that Jesus said, they don't really. <laughs> right. They don't yeah. really go by what that. What the fuck I'm thinking about? Yeah, they don't really. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's that. But like, there's also a bunch of different. Uh, the Bible could be fancy as long as it's because I mean, hell, that's the the Church of England. We'll we'll, we'll count it. Um, but there's a whole. There's a lot of like, yeah, Mary Magdalene was a whore, and Jesus hung out with her. And there's also a lot of people that go. They say, well, there's rumors and there's people that read into it a lot and go like all those those 12 books that the Catholics threw out. One of them was like Jesus ended up marrying her, which that right. goes yeah, right. that goes against a lot of everybody's beliefs because they're like, no, Jesus was pure. You know, he would have never done that. That was his thing. Like 33 years, he didn't get married because he was married to the game, mm-hmm. which is like. That's clearly where Star Wars gets that part from. Like, Jedis aren't allowed to have relationships because that you can't have your singular focus of, like, helping the whole world if you're emotionally attached to, their words, not mine, a whore. And Well, we've said it multiple times now. Like, I just, like... I, we don't mean it in a disparaging way. It's like... That's the oldest profession. That's what, that, that's what they right. call them. We're not, we're, we're not talking about just... We're talking about... I love whores. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and for we're sure. talking about people that sell their. It's yeah, just, that's and the back occupation then, that's they what have. They would have been called right. Prostitute, so Jesus, whatever you call, Mary yeah. Magdalene was a sex worker, or whatever. Yeah, we don't yeah. mean any, we're, yeah. We do love whores. We're very pro whore. We're not disparaging dude, whores and don't mean whore in a hateful way. Couldn't be more pro whore. We're super pro whore. I think they should be legal and at my house. And yeah, I, but like. There's there's also some people who were like, no, Mary Magdalene was not a whore. Then and that's just something that the leftists have put on her so that they could say the whole thing of Jesus hung, hangs out with whores. Jesus would never do that when it's like, that's literally his whole thing. Um, but then also in the, in the, so this is New Testament, which like it's odd because a lot of people go, they use the New Testament as a way to go, well, see, so the old stuff don't matter. As long as you believe in the New Testament, you're saying Yeah, because that's a Jew part. That's the Jew part. I had to get Jew rid part. of the Jew part. But Jew part don't matter. But because we got all this new stuff. Exactly. But there's some parts <laughs> of the Bible that the New Testament negates from the old that still hits for them as far as being able to subjugate Wait, people. Wait, you mean to tell me these people are cherry picking? Very from cherry picking. Yeah, yeah. Hypocritical. Well, I know. I know. It's very, very crazy. Because there's an old passage in the Bible that disparages jacking off in the uh, old, and it's in the Old Testament before Jesus. Doesn't it? Hang on. You know I'm Bible dumb. Mm-hmm. I bet Doesn't you know it. it. Actually, 
No, it's a horror one I was yep. thinking of. Yes, it is. It's something like a man would be better off spilling his seed it's into for, a whore. It's better for your than, seed to fall in the belly of a whore than on the ground. Than on the ground. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ron White had a whole bit about it. That's probably yeah. the only reason <laughs> I, I know. know. I know it is. What's also funny is I almost put a donkey in there for some yeah. reason because they had a lot of asses going yeah. on in the Bible. Yeah. And I almost put an ass in that equation, which like... Yeah, the, the Ron White bit, and I'm about to butcher it, but I know I can get at least the moves right, where he, he goes, uh, his grandma caught him jacking off, and she came down, and she goes, Ron, you know in the Bible it says it's better for your seed to fall in the belly of a whore than on the ground, and he goes, all right, if you say so. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. that's just what he did for the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, but so there's there's that. <laughs> so basically it's like they're like, I mean, whores don't hit, but jacking off hits less. So like, yeah, they... They've really got complicated things on whores, but like by all accounts to most people that have read it, just like taking it at its face value is like Mary Magdalene was definitely like he like when he first meets her, like she's in like an establishment type place with just a bunch of other warmers and they're all like washing men's feet and stuff like that. And like, you can just do that. So like, yeah, I think she was a whore and I think that's fine. Is that what happens in Mormon whorehouses, you think? Just, that's just, just foot washing? Yeah. 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 Look at my elbow, boy. Yeah, right. Look at my elbow and have a Coca-Cola and celebrate your birthday, you silly yeah. bitch. And then burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Listen, it's time to get off your couch and get back into the bedroom, and Blue Chew can help. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life, and when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes to when it's time to step up to the plate with your ding-dong. In the bedroom. That's where yeah. Blue Chew comes in. Right, Trey? Ding Dong's been on deck for too long. Time to step yep. up there and uh, Crack go off. yard with your wiener. That's right. <laughs> uh, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the exact same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost, straight to your doorstep. You just get on there at bluechew.com, consult with a licensed medical provider. They couldn't make it any easier than they do. Once you get approved, you receive your prescription within days. It's all done on the internet. You ain't got to go nowhere. You ain't got to go to no doctor, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line. They send the wiener pill straight. To, they send their product, excuse me, straight yeah. to you. And all of Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door in a very discreet package. Yeah, and i tell you what. It's what's up. Uh, if you're thinking to yourself, hey, my wiener does about as good as it could do. Well, mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you, your wiener could do better. And good. take it from your boy, the Cho. My wiener's doing some good stuff, thanks to our friends at Blue Chew. You get on, get on Blue Chew, and next thing you know, you're looking down like, whose wiener is that? That ain't, <laughs> that, my ain't my, that ain't my wiener. What's going wiener. on here? Well, here's the deal. We got a special deal for our listeners. You try Blue Chew for free, F-R-E-E, -E, free. And use our promo code POA at checkout. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code POA to receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast and for getting us all a new wainer. That's right. That's right. BlueChew, get you a new wainer. Yep, promo code POA. Excuse Hold on there, y'all. Listen, we interrupt this hilarious podcast to talk to you about something truly funny. The untimely death of one of you poor bastards out there. Oh, uh, yeah, seriously. Someone listening to this nonsense right now could be dying, literally, as you hear the sound of my voice. And we see y'all out at the shows. Based on how some of you are looking, it might not just be one of you about to kick over. N now, the real question is, do you have life insurance? Do you have anything set up if something were to happen to you tomorrow? If not, go to GoliathLife.com and get that shit taken care of. 
We're having a good time with y'all, but life insurance is uh, is important. Think about this recent situation. A man, 54, wife and kids, paying less than $170 a month for a select standard policy. Sadly, this man passed from COVID, but fortunately for his family, that small monthly payment turned into a half a million dollars, $500,000 death benefit paid out in full. GoliathLife.com has made buying life insurance ridiculously easy. You basically do the whole thing without any of the silly conversations. It's all online, and you choose your terms and payments that fit your budget. And if you do end up going through and getting the medical exam, they'll come to you at your house or even your sorry-ass job you've got (laughs) if you're not too embarrassed about it. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home or trailer park and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. All right, so, yeah, I said I want to talk about mummies. So, fancy people in the... 19th and early 20th century were super, super into Egypt. Did you know that? Not really. I knew that, like, I mean, it all makes sense because of, like, when you look at everything that Egypt has going on, like, it, and I, I don't, it looks all gaudy and gold and, like, very, like, funeral homey. Well, it's also, like, they just back then, people, it's fancy. It's, we're it talking about expensive. fancy, fancy expensive. people. So it's like, White people. Yes. And back then, they had a fascination with anything colonially. Right. Anything like, they could take. You know, the savages. Oh, yeah. Any savages anywhere yeah, yeah. hit for them. Oh, they loved it. But in particular. As entertainment. But in as Yes. Yeah, not totally, as like equals. No, no. <laughs> totally exploitative, all that. And it was the same way with Egypt. So what had happened was Napoleon, very fancy little motherfucker, uh, when he was trotting around whooping everybody's asses and stuff, he went to Egypt and... Brought back all this Egypt shit, right? And he was a real trendsetter, Napoleon, and that kind of kicked off Egyptomania, which lasted for a long time. Is he time. the reason for the sandwich? What? Isn't there a Napoleon sandwich? I'm into it if there is. What's the Napoleon sandwich? I don't there's, know. While we're talking, Russ, there's up, ice cream. Neapolitan. That's Neapolitan. I know, but is that... While we're talking, Russ, look up if there's a Napoleon sandwich. For some reason, I just started... You know what it is? Like You can almost say any word. And, and you'll be like, there's a sandwich. <laughs> That's a sandwich. This toll house make it? And if it ain't, yeah, right. <laughs> if it ain't, by God, it's about to be. Yeah, I'm going to make the sandwich right now. Anyways, go on. I'm sorry. So fancy people got all fascinated. And then also in the early 20th century when King Tut's tomb got opened, it just kept it going. This went on for a long time. Napoleon sandwiches. Savory yeah. or sweet. So you can Napoleon do sandwiches. You can do anything you want with Ingredients, frozen puff pastry and egg I'm beaten. listening. Wait, that's it? Hold on. How is that? Is that just to make the bread? It's just... Puff pastry and egg? That's not a sandwich. That's just bread. Oh, oh feel, okay. you can it fill it with, with whatever you different want. Spreads uh, different, uh, different spreads. Ah, different spreads. Okay. okay. Right. Cottage cheese. Cottage okay, cheese well, it doesn't sandwich. seem like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would absolutely fucking eat almost any sandwich you put in front of me, but like. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You know uh, how right. I am. Yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, yeah just fucking. Pew. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So... Everybody got super fascinated with all things Egypt, including and especially mummies. They started doing all this shit. It became all the rage in like upper class society, not just in England, but in America too. Just rich white people everywhere were doing anything they could with fucking mummies. They would have mummy unwrapping parties, which like, 
I've I've seen a mummy in a museum before, yeah. and it don't look like you could unwrap it to me. It no, like, it always looked like after thousands of years, it just all became no, dude, the same okay. stuff. Yeah, not like from, you. It's not like the fucking mummy from like the old Universal movies. Okay. We just wrapped in toilet paper or whatever. I, at least in my recollection, no, dude, because like I mean, not for nothing. Like I've passed out drunk in a hotel room and had a Grubhub receipt stick to my ass while naked in the bed, and like yeah. it didn't just come right off, and right. that was just me. So imagine thousands of years, years later. of that with like I assume chemicals and stuff poured on them and shit like that. But like, also was this an exclusive? Like, was, nobody else does because when you think of mummies, you only think of Egypt. Like that was just them. That's a them thing. Oh, that's a good question. Well, did I, any almost, other culture ever mummify people? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some of these rich people started mummifying people because of that shit because they were so into some rich people started. Yeah, they appropriated mummification. Right. They started having themselves mummified and put in tombs and shit because that hit for the pharaohs or whatever. That, but like they, the rich people would be like, "This is what's going to happen to me when I die." Yeah, that's always it's fascinating. It's like, and if, if you could get some slaves to throw in there, dude, awesome. that would be great. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to, but but if you could find some slaves and some yeah. camels to kill and mummified, throw them in there. Maybe a few cats. I would be into that. It's only uh, my dying wish. While most individual mummies exclusively belong to one category or the other, there are examples of both types being connected to a single culture, such as those from ancient Egypt and also the Andean cultures of South America. So, but South America didn't hit for them back right, then. Right, it was right, all right. about Egypt. They didn't just unwrap them. They did all kinds of shit with them, dude. They were grinding mummies up and putting the mummy dust into, like, lipsticks and Ooh. shit. Yes, they would take it for, like, fucking, you know, sexual potency or whatever, just snorting yeah. mummies or whatever and putting it into lipsticks. And, you know, it's like, oh, girl, is that that mummy what? dick brown? <laughs> Mummy Dick Brown is in this season. That's my that's my niece's favorite crayon. But it all, you know, everybody loves Mummy Dick Brown, and that's not even a joke. I'm adding the word dick, but Mummy Brown yeah. was one of the most popular and sought-after paint pigments ever. They still make right. Mummy Brown, but it isn't made out of actual ground-up mummies anymore. Now it's, like, synthesized. But, like, that started with... Mummy Brown, which is in all kinds of famous Victorian era paintings right. and stuff. You look at, like, you know, our painting here, which is not uh, authentic Victorian era because, you know, our two dumbasses are in it. But, like, you see this shit down here, yeah, wherever roughly? That would be Mummy like, Brown. Back in that day, that would have been, like, Mummy Brown. Or this dog, this dog is Mummy Dick Brown. And, uh, <laughs> and Mummy Dick Brown dog. And, uh, and it was just ground up mummies mixed with, like, oil or whatever into a pigment. And, dude, Everybody, they, it was this shit. They started running out of mummy. It was such a hot trade that people started like digging up regular dead people and trying to turn them into mummies in the short term. They tried to fake mummies. They started using the animals and shit from over there. They'd use mummified cats because, you know, cats hit for them real hard. Hold on, hold on, though. When you say mummified cats, like, okay. They mummified the cats, too. It wasn't just the slaves. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You know, when a pharaoh or somebody that hits died, they didn't just get mummified. They also had to have everything that hit for them also had to be murdered and then mummified so that they would okay. have those things in the afterlife. So their fucking horses okay. or camels or whatever and their slaves and their cats would be killed and mummified and put in there with them so they would be able to hit with those things okay. when they're hanging out with Amun-Ra and and whoever else. Okay, I'm. I guess that here's where my confusion is. You keep saying... You keep saying mummify them. And so I thought the whole time it was like you wrap. 
what there's a whole process and shit to this. Well, yeah. I mean, like, otherwise, I, I just otherwise thought, every dead person from forever I, would be a mummy. I we thought, ain't all just mummies. Okay. Well, because you thought we was all just mummies. I literally, I was almost about to say the phrase like, "How long before my grandma's a mummy?" <laughs> Like, like, oh, you thought it was just dead. really old, like dead yeah. people that were dead for a certain amount of time became yes, mummies. And like we normally just keep our shit underground, but they they would let theirs breathe. Yeah, you, know you take saying? a dead person, put it in a pyramid. Yeah, boom, mummy. Because at a thousand years, you got a mummy. I was about to say, like I found some like really <laughs> old cats that had been dead for a while, like in a bag, like in my yard. And like I would say, like yeah, I mean that's what I would consider a mummified cat. But like right. also nothing to write home about, and certainly nothing that I would <laughs> yeah. also framed a party around. Yeah, framed a party around, and yeah. been like, let's grind that motherfucker up and paint by colors with it. No, they. So listen, I'm not. You know, I'm not a mummy doctor, but right. like they. Uh, they did this whole thing. They would remove all their organs, put the organs in jars and stuff, and it wasn't Which just that's good. It wasn't just. Uh, it was like an early version of embalming, I think. Right. It wasn't just like fucking Egyptian toilet paper they were wrapping them up in. The, they they had certain chemicals, which I didn't know were chemical, whatever, potions, you know. Because along, along the line of those potions, like earlier you said that they would like grind up mummy stuff and like snort it or like put it in tonics for like sexual potency. Is there, do you think there's any at all even pseudoscience to that? Or if they just no. went... Or if they were just like, I mean, someone had to pick up a mushroom for the first time and eat it and see if it was good. So, like, why not? We'll just see. I think it was one of those things where it was just all the craze. It was just hitting for everybody, and some people were like, like I'm going to put it in my butt. Some of them it lo- absolutely put mummies in their butt. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, you know, we've got, like, the hydroxychloric. I know. No, I was about to say, well, also, there's, like. We stay doing that shit. Still to this day, there's all kinds of, like, there's a whole, like, poaching Industry in the world that were like Eggs. endangered animals and stuff. See, no, no, see, <laughs> no, 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 no. God damn it! We're endangered animals are, are sought after because people think that like a tiger's dick. If you eat tiger dick soup, now you've got a tiger's dick, which yeah. apparently would hit for people. Yeah, or whatever. Like that shit still goes on today. So like, right. you know that. But it was no, there was no actual science to it. It's just people thinking all oh, these. Mummy's hit. They were all mystical and all that sand magic. That's just so funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what? San, well, just sand magic is one of those. And I would like to keep a I would like to keep a recurring list because I have no doubt that this is gonna happen multiple times because it always happens with us. Sand magic is one of them words that like it's not in or phrases that's not at all racist, but it definitely sounds racist, like with your accent just saying sand magic. You know what I'm well, saying? I mean, yeah, if I was in like a room full of Middle Eastern kids doing Rubik's cubes or something. <laughs> Put all this goddamn sand magic. That would See? yes, and we found it. That would be right. Ra- yeah, found it real quick. Yeah, right. That would be racist, but that's not what we're doing. What other kind of fucking magic does a mummy have? Sand. It's sand magic. No, I know. Even in the mummy movies, it's literally sand. He makes a whole. He makes his face into sand. Can I? And swallows airplanes with it and shit. That's fucking sand magic. Can I make a confession to you right now? Yeah. You know, I've never seen the Mummy movies. What? The Brendan Fraser movie? Never. But Brendan Fraser is for you, I know. right? I know. Dude, it's, oh my God. I know. Those movies are one I'm, of the main reasons that Brendan Fraser hits for me as hard as he does. Like, hey, we're in the middle of the Brendanaissance, just so yeah. everybody knows. He's coming well, back, baby, fatter than ever, hitting real hard. Can we watch them together? Dude, dude, they're awesome. I'm sure that well, they I are. Well, I say they're 
The first one. The awesome. first mummy is fucking that awesome. Actually is what the Mummy Returns is really goddamn good. And then the Scorpion King don't But that's actually what hit. started the rock on his The Scorpion King. To... He was the Scorpion King right. in, the, in the Mummy Three. Yeah. Right, right. right. He might have even been in the Mummy Two. The first one kicks major ass and yeah. the second one. I don't one's know really why good. I've never seen it. Dude, them, they're so good. But man. I just I I know I mean I've never once thought that you were bullshitting, but it's one of those things that you talk about them a lot. <laughs> yeah, now, movies in for me. So I know that they hit because I trust your taste, yeah. especially as it pertains to like mummies and stuff. <laughs> but like, you just like yeah. you just that dude, you know, yeah. for mummies. But like, it's one of those things like you've talked about so much, and I and like. I know I should have seen them that I just keep being like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I've never been comfortable admitting to you, but I've had a couple of these, uh, I've had a couple of these Panama City teas, mm-hmm. which is what we call White Claw coming out of one of these. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen them, but I kind of feel like I need to, and then we can talk about them on, on another episode. Yeah, absolutely. No, we should totally do that. But yeah, the whole like, again, just to like, dude, the way Britain, not just Britain, but just all of the white world yeah, and not that there were not that we still ain't that way, but just how overtly, just dominating and, and exploitative no, no, and shit no, we no, were. They sure. would just go places. They just dig up their yeah. kings and yeah. rub them on their dicks yes. and shit. No, I know, and like it was nothing. No, I know, and, they, and just like paraded in front of everybody, I, and no one had any problem. I mean, I'm sure the Egyptians I, had problems with it, but like, of course, but what are they gonna do? Right? Yeah, but exactly. I but it was just so. Bold. I think about shit like that all the time as it pertains to like, you know, like Britain and America. and Because America is also another country where, you know, our reputation is like, we just kind of do whatever it is the fuck we want to whoever it is the fuck we want. But like, son, you can, I mean, like. When it comes to Britain, every head, head must bow, bow, every tongue must profess. Because Absolutely. Like our they examples, were the G's. And like, as far as our military and shit goes, it's like, yeah, dude, I mean, I don't know, but that's just, that's just how war be and stuff like that. But, like, as a country, like, our little appropriative things will be like, yeah, I remember one time I was like, yeah, can you believe, like, uh, they got Paul Newman on a jar of salsa wearing a sombrero, you know? And I'm like, right. yeah, that's silly and stupid, but, like, it don't even hold a candle to none of this shit. Like, that genuine, like, true, like, we're going to come over there and take your fucking dead kings and grind them up. Also, we'll bring our princes and shit over here and have you do your little dances and shit in front of them all so we can all be like, oh, yes, very nice. Isn't it interesting what the savages do here? Right, right, right. At the same time they were doing this Egyptomania shit is when they were having, like, they would bring Africans back to fucking Europe and put them in zoos and shit. Oh, word? Yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know that dude, shit. Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, that's not like surprising, slavery, right? Like, right. of course they did. But no, they did. Yeah, but this was even, this was like, I'm talking after slavery. Like, in the early. I don't think you can consider that after slavery. I, but after our slavery. After, right. But Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. You mean like after we, dude, the Emancipation Proclamation like, in America, they yes, were doing that shit? Yes, I'm going to, okay. This is coming off the dome right now. I may not have all these details. For the record, right. just so everybody knows, this entire show is very much coming, coming off the off dome. The dome. Uh, I'm not will, a historian. No, we will set up an email later where you can uh, you can fire off your but, questions no, and concerns. Dude. I would like to do uh, one day when we do the show. When do you remember uh, Max that he's now doing around the horn? But his first gig, yeah, was Kellerman. Uh, yeah, yeah. But his first gig was he was just beyond pardon the interruption and at the end of the show tell them all the shit they were wrong about. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. Producer Russ can do that for us in the yeah, future for when sure. people tell us everything we got wrong and it will be a lot. But, yeah. Uh, double the show. So on that note, 
but like, dude, in like fucking Paris World's Fair and shit in like the early 1900s, they would have exhibits from like, you know, darkest Africa or whatever, where they would have Africans fucking like... I read this story once. It was like it was like an African mom washing her African baby in a tub, and they they thought that like she and and it was something like she washed the African baby in a tub, and then the baby drank some of the water, and they thought that's how they stayed black or something what? like that. Dude, they was stupid. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. They, yeah, they, they thought fucking they were stupid, but they also were like the top brass. Like, that goes back to your bit about how, like, people in the past was just stupid. The smartest people in the like, world in yeah, the past were yes. dumber than fuck. Because, yeah, yes, right. like, obviously. By that, our standards. Yeah, obviously that's stupid, but, like, they were in the position to, like, be dominating everything. But I guess, I think the things, I I'm, think ta- the things I'm talking about, I think, were more, like, circus sideshow type things. So, presumably, these people were, like, paid something. But I'm sure it wasn't shit. It was very much indentured servitude. Right, but right. it was, like, not technically slavery, but it was, like, still really fucked up. And it was... Uh, but yeah, they just like, they were just real into all that. Like just fucking taming, taming the wilds of the uncivilized world, you know, was like, that's what fancy people were all about back in the day, you know, going to other places and like gifting them with civilization or whatever. And they actually that's the South now. I, I was, I was just about to say not to get all fucking super. Are you about to go there? Kind of. I was yeah, going to say that. Like, obviously, by the way, this is not in any way as bad. Right. Uh, no, no, no. What I was going to say is like, that's also part of the reason why I get annoyed still when... So, okay. And I full disclaimer, I'm doing a... I've just recently started doing a bit about this on stage, so it's been on my mind. But like, the way people in the rest of this country point at the South and be like, look how fucking racist they are. And it's like, y- y'all are racist. Yeah, we are, but y'all are racist too. Right. The rest of the white world, Europe and them, they do the same thing with America. Like, America, I can't believe how fucking racist yeah. Americans are. And that just really pisses me off because it's like, I ain't trying to hear that shit from the goddamn colonials. Yeah. Like, the people, y'all invented y'all it. Y'all have a part in your All where shit. like the kid, uh, when his parents come in and ask him where he got right. he's smoking no, weed. No, it's like, we, like, learned, it from, from we learned it yeah. from you, Dad, because yeah. it's like, all the shit that got us started down that path, yeah. genocide of the Native Americans and chattel slavery in this country, yeah, it's all horrific, it's all real, and it deserves to be acknowledged and taught and all that but like don't y'all y'all like- y'all are the ones who did we weren't we weren't even us yet right we were still y'all when all that started right. y'all came over here became us and then did all like, that we weren't yet the melting pot like y'all invent y'all are the ones who invented all of that right so fucking Matter of fact, just y'all's miss me queen with all that still shit. comes from the line of like those people that like the that goddamn was, queen of England like was a straight up colonial when she first became the queen. Right. They still had colonies that she was still going to and having them do fucking spear dances and shit for her at yeah. her dinner table and stuff. Like which I bet was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Hawaii. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Yes, I know, dude. Hawaii is thing. wild. Yes, you think it about is. Hawaii. We've been to Hawaii together and, and went we to a went, luau and stuff. And it was and it's fun like, as shit. It was so much fun. But it's fucked up when you think about it, because it's like it's these they're dancing for all these fucking white people who came here and took all their goddamn land and fu- dude, yeah. Hawaii's like a speed run of fucking all that. colonialism, yeah, because it got discovered relatively late and wh- white people just ripped through that shit, yeah. dude, all in the name of pineapples and bananas and shit. Yeah, wasn't that some Mormon shit? 
I don't know. I'm sure they were there, but it was like the fucking. It was like Dole, the Dole Fruit Company, yeah, was still hitting real hard. They were maybe it was maybe you're yeah, right. I, I don't so. know that, but either way, they, anyway, whatever. That shit's real sad and fucked up. Uh, well, you're gonna have that. You are gonna have that. Talking about fancy people. Yeah, right. Listen, what I want nothing fancier than subjugating fucking the well, less fortunate. Well, that's but, the thing. Like you don't just get to be fancy. No, you got because, to yeah. murder. Everybody else, yeah. Like there's there's plenty of fancy people now that never did any of that stuff. But like if you go back to how did y'all get all this fancy money to begin with? Like yeah, there's a lot of that colonialism shit, which is you know utterly fascinating. Yeah. Mummies, mummies, baby. Uh, well, I don't know what else I really have to say about mummies other than uh, it's just wild to me that mummies were like a fad for a very long time, especially again considering the origin of them. It's like this, right? This ancient and venerable culture. They're you know, which you get, you know, hell, all them pharaohs had slaves and shit too. They, they right. you know what I mean? It's like, dude, it's slaves all the way down. You go through human history. Oh yeah, and it's just so slavey for sure. Everybody, everywhere. With- but but anyway, yeah, just the way it was turned into these like. I mean, Egypt was like one of the first great civilizations, you know, and it getting turned into these like fucking. British party favors and stuff, and lipstick colors and shit like that is just, it's just so uh, so raven, as we say. Yeah, it's of uh, white people in general, insanely raven. Do with these mummies, like, are they like more preserved in that way than like just our people are in yeah. like some? Yes. Okay, so like that's did, the whole thing with it. That, right. I mean, that's like the did fascination. They, which think, again, if you've seen mummies in fucking museums and stuff, you're like, I'm not too impressed with how preserved that looks. But when you consider, if, it's if not you just, just a skeleton. If you just if you just buried a corpse and left it there for fucking four thousand years or whatever, yeah. Versus someone who was mummified and right. left there for four thousand years. It's a massive difference. Right, which proves how stupid I was to think that my grandma was <laughs> Would a mummy. Would be a mummy, mummy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've just, I thought I was quarter mummy. On your granny's on side. On my granny's side, and I yeah. just, it's kind of hard to Yeah, it would have been great to bust out the, whenever the rest of your family is in, undoubtedly talking about how y'all are one-sixteenth Cherokee. Yeah. You could throw in there, it's like, we're also quarter mummy. mummy. Huh? Yeah. How about that? One-sixteenth Cherokee and one-quarter mummy. Don't about talk that? about that shit on 23 and me, do they? <laughs> Oh, no, but that's really all I'd say about mummies. Thought it was wild, but... Uh, it is wild. Teach me some shit. Let's do it. I would love to teach you some shit. Hey, y'all, did you know that in the last year, rates of anxiety and depression have doubled in the U.S.? Yeah, I can't imagine what that's about. Things have been going so smoothly, so right? So smooth. A lot of people having issues, uh, us included, and there's nothing wrong with it. These days, it can take weeks to get a traditional therapy appointment. Also, psychiatrist visits can cost up to $500 per session, and traditional therapy visits are over $100 per session. That can add up very quickly, y'all. So we're here to tell you about Cerebral. Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. And our uh, our dear Cho has given it a shot. And how are you feeling about it, buddy? Man, it's one of those things that I'm kind of kicking myself that I'm just now starting to do it at 34 years of age. I started talking to uh, my licensed therapist. Uh, It was first off, I love it because I can do it all at my computer or on my phone. So there's no longer the excuse of like, well, I just don't have time to go out and and yada, yada. I've got it right there. It's really helped me talk through some things uh, and also has gotten me on some medication that is 
really making a huge difference in my life. And as someone who grew up in the rural South, trying to be a man's man, it's something that I'd always put off, but I just genuinely could not recommend uh, this enough. Please do it if you think you need help. Yeah, it's a great service. It's one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships that medication straight to your door so you can skip the pharmacy entirely. They've also got their own mobile app. And with the Cerebral mobile app, it's like having your personal care team with you. Wherever you go, you can message them at any time and access self-care resources. 50% of Cerebral's clinicians self-identify as people of colors it's because it's important to Cerebral to have the diversity if treatment available so everyone can get the treatment they need. So for listeners of this program, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash POA. So go to Cerebral.com slash POA for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30, $30, y'all, to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all with do it guys i'm putting on airs i'm telling you the best 30 bucks uh, you'll ever spend cerebral.com slash poa and with conrad.com can help you get to the house you want and the monthly payment you want it's that simple buy with conrad.com makes it fast and easy and we can do it for you too you don't need perfect credit to do this and you may not even need a down payment but you need to buy a house Imagine if you'd done this two years ago, you might already have a ton of equity, wealthy people, successful people, smart people don't rent, do the smart thing, buy a house. And the first step was to go to buywithconrad.com. Buywithconrad.com is going to do more than just get you pre-approved like everybody else trying to buy a house right now. You see in this competitive market, you need an edge to have the winning bid on your next house. And buywithconrad.com can get you completely underwritten before you write an offer. That allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer because you can close faster. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, get the house you want and the payment you want right now at buywithconrad.com. history with professor cho we've called you cho multiple times and realized that if we, if we have new people watching right now and we hope we do they may not know what cho means you are cho i am cho, cho is an acronym c-h-o stands for chief hitton officer yes. and hitton is uh i believe we explained on a, at another point just doing stuff that hits just doing stuff that hits and to, <laughs> and, and i always like to uh which if, yes, if people go, don't yes. know what stuff that hits means or what hit means i always like to give people this, which I think kind of sums it up. Uh, cheeseburgers hit, 9-11, don't, don't hit. hit. I think those are probably the two best. If you don't get it after that, you're not going to get gonna it. You're not going to get it. In my opinion. Yeah, you're not going to get it. So, because. yeah, that's hitting. He's the chief hitting officer, Joe. Yeah, And Joe. so he is Joe. And now we will begin history with Professor Joe on the subject of Henry Eighth. That is true. Henry the Eighth, who was yes, uh, again right here. Yeah, we've that got guy. him immortalized up here. Yeah, and, the... and Henry the Eighth is kind of a guy who, when 
you think of what a king is nowadays. Absolutely. Like he's it, probably the very first one that comes to anybody's mind, I think. He is and he's also just like if you were to ask almost anyone like what what like just describe a king, they would be like right. fat Eats a lot, decapitates a shit ton of people. Has a lot of women. Has, yeah, has a lot of women. Does like, his own thing, tells other people to fuck off. Yeah. So on that note, I want to say, uh, history with Professor Cho is going to be a recurring segment where you're going to teach us and our listeners a little bit about history. And I like to, I have not researched any of these subjects, but I want to sort of uh, uh, set the table for what I already know about Henry VIII, which I think will be similar to what most people already right. know about him, which is this what I know about him. Big fat drunk. Yep. Had a whole bunch of women's. Yep. Killed a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, but killed a lot of them. Divorced some other ones, which did not hit for the church at the time. Mm -mm. Uh, in fact, the church, which was the Holy Roman Catholic Church yep. there in Rome, Pope of Rome uh, on his bullshit, yep. tried to say, you can't do none of that. So Henry VIII said, well, I'm going to go start my own church with blackjack and hookers, you know, uh, as the Futurama reference goes. Yes. And that's why the Church of England exists. They split off from the Roman Church just so he could have all his different women's women's and kill them when he wants to and stuff. And in order to do that, they made the Church of England, which is still the official state Church of England to this day. And again, big fat dumb drunk. And I, not dumb. I shouldn't say dumb. I don't know. But big fat. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that. That's all I know about him. So and take yet, it away. And yes, that is uh, actually very accurate. The Church of England that we know today, the one that we as a country broke away from, is how it is because of this son of a bitch here. Now, to go back a little bit further, Henry VIII, like we said, like the character of Robert Baratheon was very, very, very much based on your Henry VIII type dude. As king, he got fat, he porked a bunch of whores, Just yada, yada, yada. always drunk on wine with a turkey yeah, leg, yes. hollering and, and, at a big banquet table. Yes, and again, we always think that, like, yeah, that's what a king is. And, like, it, but it, not that, not that before Henry VIII kings didn't just kind of be able to do exactly what it was that they wanted but like they still like held themselves to a little bit more of a noble standard or whatever and like kind of played between the rules like how you see like like Queen Elizabeth don't play that shit like everything is completely designed we wear this for this and blah 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 this guy didn't and a lot of that is probably because he was never destined to be king he was not supposed to be the king. His See, dad, I didn't know that. He was not destined to be the king. His father, Henry VII, had groomed his brother, uh, who he had a couple, but he had a brother, obviously first line of succession, and like that was going to be the king. So Wait a minute. His dad was Henry VII. Yeah. But Henry VIII was... Did he become Henry VIII when he, when he became the king? Was that not his regular name? You know what? Because like if Henry VII had multiple kids... And named one of them Henry the Eighth, but that wasn't the heir. I think that's with, wild. I think with I think with them <laughs> that seems no, to portend no, something. It, it is, and I don't have my notes in front of me, but like you know, Elizabeth, like Queen Elizabeth, just decided, hey, Elizabeth's my name. I'm okay. A, I'm so gonna go. he that was a, he Henry took is a title. The name Henry the Eighth. Henry's like a, a title. title. Like okay. his dad was right. not born. Right. His dad was not born Henry. All right, okay. It's yeah, just yeah. That, like George, like King George. Like and, his and name po was not, and popes do that. Popes do that. Popes right. Do that. Like, yeah, okay. Like King George, his birth name was not George, but All when right. he become king. You gotta it's have like, a king name. It's like, like having to, a rap, rap name. name. I, was, dude, a rap I swear name. to God, I was gonna say like Tupac's <laughs> name was not Tupac. I think you, his name was Tupac. He just made two into the number two. Well, I'll be goddamn. You know what the fuck I I'm do saying? That. Yes, I do. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have a rap name. Yeah, yeah. Notorious Big was his king name. Yeah, right. But like that's how it goes. But like no, his his 
younger, or excuse me, his older brother was supposed to be the king. And when that's the case, like his father, who exclusively the, I mean, the only reason this man had children was to keep the dynasty up. Which, like, I don't think well, that yeah, was. Like, that's yeah, that's what any king does. Yeah, right? but like, I would say that like some kings at least kind of love their kids. Maybe I don't know, but like his was strictly like the only reason I'm doing this is to further my dynasty. I get the impression that them... That, so those are some of the fanciest people on planet Earth, kings and queens and right. stuff. And I get the impression that, like, raising children is, like, peasant shit. Yes, exactly. So I don't think any of them really do that. They right. have peasants raise but their would, children for them, and then later, when they're adults, they can do well, stuff that hits. But, well, like, kids don't hit for well, them, Well, that's true, I and I think that, like, there's a, a bunch of rich people, even in today's... Society like the Kardashians, same like, thing, nannies. But and I do shit. believe that, like, natural, like as a parent, you still have a love for your child. That's just natural. So. Yeah. But apparently, this motherfucker did not have none of that shit. Like, it was all for like I'm having you so that I can have Spain. You know what I'm saying? And but so to, not to get too fucking weird and weird. daddy-ish about it, but to because I have two sons, I feel like who would never be king if you no, we trash no king of the trash heap. Uh, yeah. But. I feel like if you don't, to me, the reason I can't understand these people is like if you don't care enough to actually be around them, yeah, then I don't know how you could have that like parent. It's weird to me that right. the things feel mutually exclusive to right. me. That you could feel this really strong parental love for and your then kid, be like, Fuck them. but also be like. I ain't raising them though. Right. Fucking Esmeralda's gonna raise them. But but I do still love them. Like to me, I can't. But I'm not a fucking royal. Well, you know? he, he like, did. Henry the Seventh very much did do that with his eldest son. But because he was he grooming was him king. to be the king, <clears throat> right? So he's grooming him to be the king. So a lot of the stuff that we know now about Henry the Eighth, if you really want to boil it down psychologically and Freudian or whatever, is sort of like. He wasn't an only child, but he very much lived as an only child because he was never really around his brother because his brother was off getting groomed to be the king. And there's like that. You can see that in the crown. Like Margaret and Elizabeth like had their own separate lives. And even when they were together, Dude, it was very much a different Which thing. not for nothing, that seems to me like that would be the job. That's like being an NFL right. backup quarterback. Yes. You don't have to get your brain smushed. Right. And you can still make millions of dollars just to stand like, there and hold a clipboard. You still got to know how to throw the ball. Right. Well, you had to know how to fucking eat a fish properly, I would imagine. But I'm saying not having all that pressure on your shoulders, but still being a member of the royal family. That seems like that would be what's up to me. I agree. But like with him, he was he was raised more like with his mother and just kind of got he was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do and didn't have to do any of the other shit. But like on that note being the backup quarterback, you still have to know how to throw a spiral. And, like, you should still at least be like, hey, what if he goes down? Because, like, dog, it's not like back then kids just all lived. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying they didn't do that? No, they didn't. Because like, I agree with you. You would think that he that, would have to know how to throw right, a spiral. but no. No, no, no. So he doesn't do any of that shit. He's raised by his mom. He's allowed to kind of do whatever the fuck it is that he wants to do. But he's also not like this fucking fat little cherubic piece of shit. He was super athletic. Like, he was a super athletic, like, loved jousting, loved archery. Look at this son of a bitch right here. Like, that's what he looks like before he gets, you know, Kang shit. Yeah. Uh, He was super musical. Like, at that time, he actually had, like, compositions, like, I won't say recorded, but that were, like, played by symphonies and stuff like that. There was a rumor that he wrote... (laughs) 
What? We are just talking about rap names and shit, and he's dropping mixtapes and he stuff. He was. Like, Y'all heard no, that he new was. Henry VIII? <laughs> no, he was, though. Like, he genuinely was doing that shit. And, like, it, that's kind of like how, like, um, you know, like, the Rockefellers, like, oh, they were all into industry, but, like, then their kids don't have to ever do shit right. so they can get into the arts and do all that stuff. Right. He yep. was doing all that stuff, but he wasn't, like, a little fuck shit. Like, he wasn't like Joffrey that was running around just, like, stabbing whores for no reason. Like, he was, by all accounts, a good-natured little loving boy who was just like, hey, I'm rich and I can yada, 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 do all this stuff. And then his brother did the fancy people equivalent of plucking a goose in the mud and coughing himself to death, which was just the coughing himself to death part. Yeah. And then Henry is just kind of thrown in the game, you know, like backup quarterback, but hasn't been taking reps even a little bit, you know? So Henry, How old was he when that happened? You know what? I actually can't remember. But, but like he, an adult. He, he was an adult. And the thing about that was is that like, his dad hadn't just died, so, like, he was still king. So, like, there was still time to, like, go over all this stuff. But, like, he had been raised not only not set up to be king, but, like, very much as a mama's boy, which, like, back then was, like, not the thing. Like, he he, he wasn't someone who was, like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, manly. Like, he just hung out with a bunch of, just hung out with a bunch of rich bitches all the time yeah. and did his thing. So... When this dude eventually gets to be king, again, he doesn't he's not immediately the fat drunken slob that we all know him to be, but they do have to marry him off. You know, they're like, You've got to get with someone and it has to be someone it can't just be someone you love because like that's not real. No. You know what I mean? So they had to like yeah, strategic loves for peasants. Yeah, they had to like strategically figure out like, okay, what's the princess of what country that if yeah. we can hook you up with, we can like dominate or whatever. Uh, which I believe uh, the first, and I could be wrong, Professor Russ, please tell me if I am, was Catherine of Aragon, uh, who he gets with, and then he's with her for a while, and then they are porking a lot because, you know, that's just that's what you do. Like, I don't really love you, but we have to have children in order to further this dynasty. And she wasn't able to have a boy. Uh-oh. Yeah, she right. And she wasn't able to have a boy. I think at first she wasn't able to have kids at all, but like she kept What the fuck was her problem? I know, dude. Does she not know the deal? I know. Come on. Just, just have just a boy. Le- lean your left leg back and stare up or whatever it is that the hippies do and have a goddamn man so that yeah. they can be king. But she wasn't able to do that, which like now we know like scientifically and he got super furious with her. As if, again, like, it's so ridiculous to think that any, like, they right. can just, like, be like... Like, mm, especially make- given the stake, the stakes of it. Yeah. Like, the idea that it's like, why won't you just have, have a goddamn a boy? boy. What's your fucking problem? How right. stubborn is oh, this woman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she just won't have a goddamn boy when, but, you know, she knows we might cut her fucking head off right. if she don't. But, and, but they just rolled with that. But, they, yeah, they were just like... Almost nothing. Well, nothing could be the king's fault, and damn sure nothing could be almost a man's fault at, during that time. But right. like, but the she, king, especially because like the king was anointed by God, right? Exactly. So literally, so anything he did be, was it was had perfect. To be something wrong it had with to her. be someone else. Exactly. Yeah, right. So, and we know now scientifically that like the sex of the baby male determined by the man. Determined by the man. So really, it was which him. still it's not the man. The fault, man doesn't make a it? choice. Yeah, but biologically, I, it's the man. Yeah, who I'm does not it. saying that Henry the Eighth yes. should have been buried for that either. Right, but like yeah. he definitely shouldn't have been talking some shit. So says, yeah, there you go, Catherine of Aragon. It says she was demoted. Demoted for bearing no son. But here's the deal: when we say demoted in this regard, so you're also looking at a time where 
yes, the king has to have a boy in order for the dynasty to continue. That has to happen. But also, it has to be from his wife. It can't just be from one of his goddamn concubines. And But also, he can't get a divorce. Like, that's not allowed. Right, because of it, the Pope. Because at this well, time... Well, the Lord. Right. The, yeah, at this time, the church was the one that ruled all this stuff. So he actually went and, like, petitioned the church. He was like, look, I... I hear you on this whole divorce thing, but, like, she ain't having a boy, so, like, we got to do something. And he was like, the, the the Pope was just like, there's nothing to do. I mean, you, you can't get a divorce. That's our laws, you idiot. And then probably the what sets him on the path to become what we know as the Robert Baratheon archetype and the turkey leg king is the first it's like the movie it's like the movie The Invention of Lion with Ricky Gervais, like when he lies for the first time and then realizes like, oh, oh my, yeah, I can just do this. I can just do this and this will get right. me anything. He just goes, Oh, well, fuck the church. I'll just do my own goddamn thing because I'm the king. It's not like the Pope has an army. So yeah. Yeah, he, which like the rationale for that and everything is obviously super fucked up, but the act itself really hits for it me. Well, it, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, why the Pope just gets to tell every king of every country right. what to do because of the fucking Lord or whatever? Yeah. No, that ain't it. No. In hindsight, thing. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, it's like, really, it took you this long to right. just be like, fuck you, I'm doing my own thing? That said, though... They like, thought they'd be smote if they didn't listen well, to the Pope, and you know? we brought a little bit of, back when we were talking about mummies and, and colonialism and stuff like that, and, like, the zoo-type uh, nature of the South, but, like, I mean, there is a little bit of, of that in, like, modern-day politics where, like, Billy Graham had a lot of power yeah. over not necessarily the president when he was the president, but him getting elected president, like, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, the the Southern Baptist Convention and the GOP kind of had that backdoor handshake, like, right after Reagan and the Bush administration that was basically just like, hey, we will come out and tell everybody that they're going to hell if they don't vote for you so long as you uphold these laws that kind of make it to where, like, the Ten Commandments is gospel for... Everybody. Over the Constitution, yeah. so like it, it kind of makes a little bit of sense. But again, we don't, we're not actually kings. Henry the Eighth don't have, he has constituents, I guess, but like they don't fucking vote on that shit. Like he just is the king. You have examples of the French Revolution where, like, yeah, if enough of them rise off, they can cut a motherfucker's head off. But like that very rarely happened. And the reason it very rarely happened, especially for a guy like this, is like he was loved. He was genuinely loved as a king. Like when he got, like, they didn't really like his daddy because he was a very, you know, no nonsense type of fucking dude. But like they grew up looking at, he's like, like Prince Harry nowadays, genuinely was how this guy was viewed. He was a young, athletic guy who like actually cared about people. Like he did like charitable work. He played fucking the harp and shit like that. So like they, they go into this going like, oh my God, like, Look at this guy. This guy's great. So when he decides, I want to get a divorce, fuck the church, I'm sure everybody was just like, yeah, whatever. Well, Catherine of Aragon, uh, the way that works was like, the, the way that you know Henry VIII's wives, he had six, and the rhyming scheme they come up with to help you remember who they were and what happened to them uh, was as followed. Um, divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. So divorce was your first one, and he put her up 
in a tower. A tower, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Had to be a tower. He put her up in a tower. Couldn't find a dragon yeah. to guard the tower, unfortunately, yeah, 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 but yeah. still had a tower. He put her up in a tower and, like, you know, fed her, and, like, she had riches and stuff like that, but, like, he kept all visitors from her. Like, you weren't allowed to just go, like, say hey to her. And their worry was that, like, they, I don't know how they like massaged all this shit to the press, but there was something with Spain, if I if I remember correctly. They were like, yeah, if she has any visitors, she's gonna start flapping her gums about all this other bullshit, and like we're gonna go to war. You know what I mean? So Henry ends up getting with his second wife, I believe, Anne Boleyn, who Anne Boleyn had actually been like, uh, yes, yeah, they look, man, I remember a bunch of stuff. Anne Boleyn had actually been like, I I don't want to say like in the harem or something like that for a while, but, like, she was just kind of one of them, like, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie bitches that just, like, just kind of was around. She's Uh, pretty hot. She's very hot. And I remember, like, I know her sister, like, had a relationship with the king or something like that. And back then, for the record, um, one of the king's, like, mistresses, that was a job. Like, that wasn't, like, his first wife, like, Catherine of Aragon, wouldn't have been, like, been kept in the dark about that shit or like I, I can't believe that you had a mistress like the, right. mis- the mistress had health benefits she had like a title she had her own fucking place like that was an actual job that was like applied for and Anne Boleyn was one of these people now before uh, he leaves Catherine and gets with Anne Boleyn like he had a very flirty relationship with her and he would write her like poems and stuff and he was like I, the only way I can describe it is like one of these fucking incels on Twitter or whatever that just like keep messaging all these like OnlyFans girls. Like yeah. he would just write her poems about her titties and stuff, but yeah. like they didn't hit. Like he was way better at music than he was like the lyrics. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. would he was like he needed a Bernie Toppin to his Elton John. Yeah, but he's still the king though. So it didn't matter, right? right. But he used to I remember at one point where like when he was married he wanted to like bang her real bad because he thought, oh, she's fertile. Look at them big heaving breasts. And she would like let him suck on her titties and stuff, but like it would go no further. You know what I mean? Like he'd just like run through, suck on her titties, and she'd that be is like, wild. she'd be like, that's all you get. Cause she was like playing hard to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with the king, which I cannot believe that worked, frankly. I know. I can't believe the king didn't just, you know, claim that land, if you know what I'm saying. You would think that anyone that played hard to get with the king would get their head cut off. And funny you say that. Uh, Anne Boleyn, uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Anne Boleyn also is having some trouble conceiving. And also, she just stops hitting for him. But he didn't want to just be like, man, fuck this, and be the guy who got divorced twice. So he, right. Yeah. He didn't want that bad of a look. Right, yeah. yeah that yeah. would be bad PR. That would be bad PR. To get two divorces. Yeah. So he had, You're going to have to figure out something else. So he had his right-hand man, Mr. Thomas Cromwell, uh, which if you've never seen the show, uh, Wolf, uh, I think it's... Wolf Hall. Wolf Hall on uh, Masterpiece Classic. It's absolutely tremendous. I can't remember the guy who plays him. It's Mark Rylance. Mark, and he fucking destroys. And it's great. And that's a, I'll probably talk about him later um, in detail. But he was kind of his, like... Roger Stone, I guess, would be yeah. like a probably like a modern day, although way more like, uh, I mean, I won't say like a better person. Like he was still like aiding people getting beheaded, but like he, he meant weller somehow. But yeah, he gets him to run this whole campaign ab- against Anne Boleyn that she had been porking her brother and cheating on the king, which again, the king can have as many mistresses as he wants, but like 
obviously his wife can't cheat. So he ends up uh, beheading Anne Boleyn. Then he gets married to, I can't remember this one, but I know that we've gone divorced, beheaded, and now died. He gets married to uh, a lady who uh, she ends up getting like the, it was, they say cancer, but I've well, we know Jane, he put some of these away. Oh, let's, she uh, died after giving birth to the male heir. That's what it was. She okay. actually got the job done, but then she left it all on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Go out on top, dude. Yeah. Wasn't nothing left to do after that. You was going to get your fucking head chopped off or some such. So, yeah, you might as well just call it. Yeah. Pop sure. a boy out there. Go see the Lord. For sure. So, during all this time, again, and we talked about Henry VIII had gone from, like, genuinely being, like, a very beloved man. But, you know, you get a couple divorces, you behead a couple wives, it's going to put a toll on you. You know, so he starts getting super... By the, by the way, it says... Uh, Huh? Days after? Da- days after? Beheaded. Oh, days after Anne's execution, Henry married his third wife, Jane. Said, well, I mean, that look, you got you got to have one lined up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't ever quit a job. Until you got another one. Everybody yeah, knows. Hired for no- everybody knows Everybody that. knows that yeah, shit. of course. So, but around this time, I think, is when the public perception of, of Henry VIII was like, man, you know, I think that, Maybe we were wrong about this super privileged little kid who is allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. Maybe he's not the best dude in the whole goddamn world. He, at this point, stops being uh, very, very athletically built. And he, uh, like, he... It's another parallel between me and him. He got gout at a very, very, very early age. Yeah. How's that happen, Joe? Uh, Well, in my experience, you eat... Anything you want yeah. and drink everything you want yeah. and don't exercise even a little bit yeah. and also don't listen to the advice of any doctor or anyone smarter than you or, right. if I'm being honest, just common sense. Yeah. So he did all that shit. Yeah. But he's still like, he's one of them like, you know, like when, when you go to like a high school football game and you see them like dads on the sideline that are still crammed in their jersey or yeah. their letterman jacket, yeah, yeah. he still thought he had it. And like uh, they famously like he, – he still wanted to like joust and in the tournaments and stuff. And they had to like kind of make a makeshift crane – like there, there was actually some technological advances just made just because. Yeah, he was creating jobs. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But they would literally like they would build his like suit around him. Yeah, and then crane him on top of a horse. And then what was very unfortunate about that whole situation is that like he would get mad if people didn't joust with him. Because then he was like, hey, I still got it. Don't show pity on me. But And then he would kill him. Right. But if they hurt yeah, him, right. he would kill him. And he was big and fat and didn't hit anymore. Right. So if he was in an actual joust yeah. with a jouster, he was going to get wrecked. Yeah. But the guy, so yeah. So if he wanted to joust with you, you was just pretty much you were fin- like lose that, your head. That, that was literally just like, who, what guy, what night do we not care if they're dead? Yeah. Because like they're definitely about to die. So he... You know, gets fat. He starts getting into like terrible health. He, like I said, his other wife has just died of cancer. Then he gets his, this other wife uh, who he just divorces. Which, like, I, I have to imagine, like, at that part, at that point in his life, when everyone he found out that he had just gotten a divorce, they were like, "Really? He's going backwards? Like in that whole thing? Like, yeah. Why not just, yeah, you know, give her a whole that whole that whole gimmick." Um, 
does all that, continues uh, to get fatter, continues to pork a lot of uh, women. He slowly, and of Cleves, that's what, as he was the last wife, he, and she survived, he slowly starts going insane and is doing a bunch of, like, just absolute lunatic stuff. He is completely... Was it syphilis, reckon? It was. That's the rumor now. You're right. That's, they probably that, didn't know what that, again back then. As they we didn't know what that, he just had ghosts in his blood that, exactly. or whatever. They didn't know what it but, was back then. Yeah, but a but par- now we know it was syphilis. A parallel that they make between his behavior that's on record and a person that we knew what syphilis was then was Alphonse Al Capone. Capone. Yeah. I knew you're going to say Alphonse Al Capone, Capone, which yeah. was like, yeah, I mean, if you just look at it, like clearly, right? Like again, they didn't know what that was, but it's like how clearly now we know that Sherlock Holmes was definitely an Asperger right. person. Like, yeah, it was definitely that. So he starts going insane, and he's just beheading wives left and right. He's been, and by the way, he didn't just behead uh, his wives. You know what I mean? Well, no, he's a king. He beheaded a lot of people. Yeah, you got to wake up in the morning, yeah. hit the privy, and then and it's time to start, some start beheading. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He actually ends up, and again, well, I'll do a whole episode on Thomas Cromwell and his relationship with the Pope and stuff because it's super interesting, but he ends up cutting his head off and realistically, like, Thomas Cromwell, like, from all I read, was, like, always kind of on his side. He was just, like, super paranoid, like, whatever the Trump Adderalled out, not trusting anybody, everybody's out to get me. But, like, he, he was just, that's just how he was. Uh, he beheads Thomas Cromwell. Uh, he loses com- the complete respect of all of his, like I said, constituency. And he ends up... Uh, going completely syphilitic and mad, beheading, like, I think the number of people that he beheaded was, like, I mean, I could be wrong, but it's, like, it's, like, 30,000, 40,000, like, something fucking insane Mm -hmm. to where his daughter, who ends up taking over, who is uh, uh, Bloody Mary. Okay. They Learned call, it from you, Dad. They call her bloody... Right, but she only actually beheaded 36 people. Yeah, but women weren't supposed to behead I people. know, but that, that's my <laughs> point. Is like, they go on about how, yeah. like, she's the biggest bitch that ever yeah, lived. Right. 57,000 people is how many he, he beheaded. They go on... And by the way, the number 36 I got from her was probably because of his 36-year reign. Um, but she... what I'm, All I'm saying is, is like, n- people only really talk about the six wives that he had and the the two that he beheaded. But, like, nobody ever really brings up the 57,000 people that he decapitated and calls him, like, one of the goriest fucking kings of all time. However, his daughter literally kills a minuscule of a fraction of that, and she's Bloody Mary, my God, one of the most ruthless people on earth. Now, at the end of his life, uh, you won't believe this, he uh, ate more, he drank more, he got fatter, he got an infection in his leg that they apparently said you could smell throughout just the whole castle. Yeah. He just had the stank leg. And then uh, his brain rotted, and then uh, and then he died. Yeah. You'll have that. You will have that, but very, very royal. So that's... Uh, just stank rot throughout his whole body. Stank toward rot. Toward the end there. Yeah. But what a run. What a run. And what also... What a run. I mean, 36 years on the throne. Acclaimed musician. Six women's porked and killed. Yeah. Count, uh, on the record. Athle- right, Countless the, others. Oh, they just know, got thrown lost, into the bog. Lost to the sands of time, thrown <laughs> into the bog. bog. Yeah. yeah. Just out there doing it for so long. Right. If you admit to six women that you've done yeah. this to, like, you've done it to a lot of people. But, like, also, again, like, 
It was a different time. It was a different time. It was time. a different time, but this is also this right here, like not saying that other kings hadn't done anything similar, but like the you know, this guy is why Robert Baratheon is written the way that he is. This guy is why when we see any king they've always got a turkey leg in their hand. This guy is the off with their head prototype. So at least from someone who really loves literature and the Game of Thrones, we owe a lot to this man. Yeah, and you especially, you're you know you're a long line of chose that arguably sure. he started. You know, Huge so you, you owe a lot to this guy. Huge show. And yeah, you got some living up to it to do. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so I'm going to get there. Though yeah. I would love to decapitate my wife sometime. Yeah, there you know, it is. I slurred the word decapitate. I would love if well, to decapitate my wife. That does it for another edition of Putting On Airs. Cheers, Joe. Y'all join us next time, Airheads. See you, love you, bye. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit today. We'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs.